Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Good morning, 810 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Shane Tucker is the chief deputy of the Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office. He joins us now. Hey, Shane, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, Andrew, good morning. Good morning. So I know we're going to spend a fair amount of time talking about the Tyree Nichols case because I know you've seen the video and uh, you have thoughts, and that's why I want to ask my law enforcement uh, experts about this. But before we get to that, just two quick things I want to make sure that we cover briefly. We did have a uh, an SRO, a school resource officer, who um, was uh, charged with a um, uh, criminal behavior before he was an SRO, but when he was actually a deputy. Tell me what happened here. Uh, that's right, uh, and it does appear that this uh, this incident, this alleged incident, occurred several years ago, um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, sometime in the neighborhood of 2016, uh, and that was well before he was he was in in his position as an SRO. Um, we haven't uncovered any reason to believe or any evidence to suggest that um, uh, there there's been any type of offenses like that in our schools. Uh, but certainly, if anybody has any concerns or information, we, we would ask them to call us. Um, but, you know, obviously, this is a, a very disconcerting thing uh, anytime a deputy is arrested, uh, but particularly when uh, when they're arrested and, and, and accused to have uh, committed some type of uh, a lewd and lascivious crime on a child. So uh, uh, we're sick. We're sick about it. Um, and uh, it was, you know, it was it was just something that we just had to address immediately. And, and we did. Um, and, of course, like all defendants, he's innocent until proven guilty. Uh, a jury will determine whether or not he was guilty or innocent. Uh, but the fact remains there was probable cause for his arrest, so uh, he was arrested and terminated. Yeah, and, of, of course, you know, you hear that kind of a crime, I mean any crime, but that particular kind of a crime with somebody who subsequently became an SRO, and it raises all of your red flag alerts if you're a parent and you're concerned. So. Uh, obviously, as you say, we'll find out more as um, you know the legal process moves forward. The other thing is that you guys were involved in a um, a fairly sizable drug bust at is it the Blackwater Correctional Facility, the state prison? Is that right? Uh, yeah, we sure were. Uh, last week, uh, an investigator with the Department of Corrections uh, uh, gave us a call and asked us to assist them with the uh, investigation they were working. Uh, so we uh, we utilized one of our canine teams. Uh, and they were able to locate, uh, I believe it was over 508 grams of uh, crack cocaine that one of their employees uh, was uh, evidently intending to uh, smuggle into the facility. Wow. So we were certainly certainly proud to, to participate in that and help keep keep that, that amount of drugs out of a prison. Wow. Half a, I mean, you said 500 grams, half a kilo. I mean, half a brick. That's, wow. <laughs> that's, that's a lot, that's a lot of dope. Wow. Which, of course you know, makes you think, well, you know, what else has gone in in the past? And, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. just just all of that. We we know it's one of these great challenges to, um, you know, keep bad things out of the prison environment. So, wow. OK. All right. Well, I definitely wanted to spend some time talking with you today about the uh, the Tyree Nichols video. And uh, I know you have seen the body camera and also the Sky Cop, the the camera from down on the pole, which to me was the one that showed the most but before i ask you specific questions i just want to kind of get your thoughts when you re, you know your reaction to seeing this video uh this video is, is incredibly disturbing i mean i don't really have have the words you know 
Um, and any, anytime you and I have discussed anything like this, I always preface our conversation with, um, you know, something to the effect where we're very early on in, in our analysis. Of course. And, and we don't have all the facts. Um, but but I can tell you, when, when I watched that video, um, I, I didn't see legitimate police tactics. I didn't see a legitimate arrest. What I saw was a beatdown. That's see, that's what I saw too, and not just that, but I saw moments of uh, sort of like optional excessive brutality. Like when I saw there was one part where the police officer came over and kicked him in the face a couple of times, or you know, I'm gonna baton the bleep out of you, and then he proceeds to, and then when, when the case where they were holding him up so that one of the officers could punch him in the face about five times, and I'm like, I, I. I don't. I don't see anything here that's accomplishing a legitimate law enforcement purpose. I just see mob rage is what it looked like to me. There, there were numerous times uh, during that video um, where they they could have could have taken the opportunity to um, to place him in handcuffs. To um, you know, they they kept saying over and over, "Put your hands behind your back." Well. I would have really liked to have seen one of those officers grab that other arm and make him put it behind his back. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, particularly with that pole cam, when you can kind of get a, a up above view of the incident, you, you see all kinds of, of things like that um, where, you know, they're, they're not really making, they don't appear to be making uh, any real earnest efforts to put him in handcuffs. Um, they're, they're, they're beating him. And in, in the, the the one you described where they stood him up and two held him, the officer that punched him actually had to adjust his position so he could square up and punch him in the face. Um, and, and that's in, in no way is that legitimate police tactics. Uh, we're talking to Shane Tucker, Chief Deputy of Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office. Chief, hang on for just a second. Let me get a traffic report in here briefly from Candy, who's got traffic on the fives. All right, and watching a, a few areas of concern, certainly uh, Highway 90 for one in Milton showing uh, an accident. It is uh, backed up. It looks like it is down to one lane, and that's from Glover to Dogwood. Accident at nine and a half in Fowler near Pine Meadow. Unitrainer Avenue and Lepley Road in Pensacola showing a crash with a roadblock. Drive with caution in that area. And still uh, just a parking lot, as I understand, on Highway 98 in Navarre and backed up from that big Walmart in Navarre uh, back to the bridge, the turnoff to Navarre Beach. Now there's snow down southbound 29. It is down to one lane just north of Kingsfield uh, after a broken down 18 wheeler. Somebody there uh, is directing traffic. And if you have traffic tips, text 437 1620. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Back to uh, Chief Tucker. Um, Chief, I know you have a lot of thoughts about this. Uh, this case with uh, the video. And as, as you rightly said, I mean, we don't have all the information. We have what we have. But what we have is it seems like a lot and enough to make a, a, some judgments. The, the one thing that I was thinking to myself while I was watching this is I, I can't say about these police officers behavior under other circumstances, except I have to assume that it's relatively within the bounds of normal police work. This seemed to me like somehow something got them going down the overly aggressive path and none of them were willing to take any of the off ramps that they could have taken and collectively as i'm sure close friends within this special subunit or whatever just kind of all egged each other on and it was nobody was willing to stop and nobody stepped in to tell them to stop and none of them stepped up and said hey we ought not to be doing with this is that how you read it uh, at this point, uh, there, there's really a lot of unanswered questions. Um, you know, we have 
we have more questions and answers. And, okay. And I hope eventually they will be answered. Okay. Um, w- w- the way I read this video, th- there's three logical places that, that I would start in an attempt to to analyze what happened. Um, first, the, the, the culture within the agency and the unit that they're in. Uh, I'm not casting dispersions on the Memphis Police Department because I don't I don't know anything about them. Sure. Um, but generally, when when you see officers conduct themselves in, in a manner that, that just is this blatantly contrary to sound policing principles, uh, it's reasonable to ask whether or not there is a culture uh, in, in that department or is this an, an aberration. Uh, secondly, um, I would want to know about the training that these officers and the other officers of the Memphis Police Department receive. Uh, as it pertains to use of force. Um, I cannot imagine they have received any training that, that dictated those tactics. I, yeah. ju- I just I do not believe that. Um, so how have they been trained to deal with noncompliant? And, and third, um, uh, it may not seem completely obvious, but I would look at the department's hiring and retention values. Um, you know, what, what are their, their strict hiring practices? Do they have uh, practices to weed out unqualified officers? Um, like so many departments we've discussed before that, that are that are having uh, issues uh, retaining and attracting candidates, have they lowered their standards? I'd be really interested to know about these particular officers and, and were there any red flags that, that, that would have kept them out had it not been for a, a staffing crisis. And, and look, as we already talked about today, you know, there have been a few deputies at Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office recently, unfortunately, who have broken the law or been alleged to have broken the law and have had to be let go. Uh, so every agency is going to have problems and you work around that by hiring well and monitoring well and retaining with good judgment. And you're still going to have people sometimes be people. My, my last question for you, though, is on, on this like if you were to train from this video, if you were to use this as a resource to, you know, teach officers how not to have this happen, do you see anything that stands out to you as a how you would train with this video as a tool? Well, I think from a from a training standpoint, the the major takeaway uh, from this is, you know, in in each of these officers, what we've observed was uh, again, and I hate to keep saying the same thing over and again, but what we, res- we we observe is absolutely zero sound tactical efforts to place somebody under arrest. Um, and so I, I guess a, a training point that I would take out of that is an arrest is not always and typically is not a street fight. Uh, what you saw there was people engaged in a street fight. That was a a, a straight up beatdown. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I, I guess that from a training standpoint, what we saw is not salvageable. Um, I, I can't look at that video and say, well, this is what they were trying to do. There, there's no salvageable police tactics there. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that 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 makes sense to me, and I you know, same what I what I saw didn't look anything like the policing that I've seen, and that would raise again these questions of what is this, what is the training system, you know, what are they being taught, what have they been taught, uh, how were they hired? I mean, all of the right questions you would ask about the context within which these officers were operating, and it raises a lot of questions about that for sure. Uh, Shane, uh, any last final thoughts on this? Uh, just because I know you know, you're the first law enforcement guy that I've had on to talk about this, uh, and we've gotten into it in some depth. And again, I know you're always cautious about um, uh, you know stories at a distance, but I, I did want to make sure to give you your full chance to say if there's anything else that I've failed to bring up or that you want to tell people that you wanted to say about this. 
You know, one one final point that I'd like to mention, um, you know, kind of, a, a, I don't know, a pet project of mine or a, a real concern of mine is, is police uh, community relationships. Mm. And just there's one thing that I will point out. When we have videos like this, whether it's in Ferguson, whether it's in Minneapolis or Memphis or Oakland, uh, wherever it is, almost 100 percent of the time, without exception, it is between a police department and a community that has a incredibly broken or strained relationship. This is why community police relationships are are the most important uh, component in in our our, our street level criminal justice. Um, you know, th- this is why it's so important that for the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office to engage in that community relationship um, before something like this happens, um, so that you know the goal is for it not to ever get to that point. Well, I mean, you know, look, it's basic human relation stuff, right? Like if, if, if you and I are friends and you do something stupid, well, I have a whole bunch of positive backdrop to judge that against. If you and I are strangers and you do something stupid, I don't have any backdrop. And if you and I are enemies and you do something stupid, I mean, you know, the context of the relationship will dramatically uh, uh, differentiate between how we react to a bad thing that happens. And, you know, creating the good relationship is the goal. Uh, Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office Chief Deputy Shane Tucker. Chief, as always, thank you for the time and uh, thanks for being so, uh, uh, you know, forthcoming about your opinions about this. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andrew. We'll talk to you soon. You bet. 823 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. As a small business owner, what keeps you up at night? Just knowing if your email got hacked or your phone system went down, it could cost you thousands in revenue as well as your reputation. That's where Data Revolution comes in with their unique position to take care of you and your business IT support, phone systems, cybersecurity, and more. Secure it and sleep better at night by going to datarevs.com. Winner of the 2021 Best of the Bay for IT support. DataRevs.com. Join Dr. Witcher, the newest orthodontist in town, with Smart Smiles Orthodontics this Thursday at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Dr. Witcher brings affordable braces, Invisalign, and free consultations to Pensacola. Call or text in your questions for Dr. Witcher, 850-437-1620. Find out how affordable braces are, Invisalign, and book an early free consultation for your child. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. All of your local news and talk from dependable host Andrew McKay on your morning drive with Pensacola Morning News 5 to 9 on News Radio 923. Hello! My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Let me see what I don't get Let me see what I don't this is one of those songs that passed me by. I didn't know it until Reese actually turned me on to this song. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, missed that one. Oh, I miss <laughs> that Reese. I haven't heard this since it was new. I know. Wow, that's Eight, cool. 825 on News Radio 92.3. Before we get to David in the newsroom, let's get Candy here with Traffic on the Fives. Oh, my gosh. Okay. A, a lot going on. And, of course, there's a dense fog advisory. David had mentioned that earlier. So certainly use caution. Make sure your lights are on, not just so that you can see, but so that others can see you. Another uh, slowdown is a southbound 29 just north of Kingsfield. 
backed up to the Winn-Dixie. Broken down 18-wheeler, as I understand, has it down to one lane. Accident on the Highway 90 in Milton, very slow from Glover to Dogwood. That's also down to one lane. Nine and a half in Fowler, showing an accident near Pine Meadow. Unit trainer in Lepley Road in Pensacola, showing a crash with a roadblock. Certainly drive with caution in that area. An accident with, looks like, lane blockage. I-10 eastbound on the left shoulder, and that's under the Scenic Highway overpass. This is brought to you by Knox Pest Control. That's K-N-O-X. Knox Pest Control, uh, serving your family since 1929. For more info and a free pest or termite quote, visit Knox, K-N-O-X, KnoxPest.com. Knox, knocks them out. If you have an accident uh, tip or a traffic tip, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Civil rights attorney Ben Crump says the beating death of Tyree Nichols by Memphis police was racially motivated. That's despite all of the officers involved being black. Crump was on ABC's This Week. He says the fundamental issue is the institutionalized police culture of excessive force against people of color. The Federal Reserve kicking off a two-day meeting tomorrow with uh, word coming down Wednesday on the first anticipated rate hike of 2023. While plenty of eyes will be on that announcement, the uh, monthly jobs report will also be the subject of some attention this week. And the CEO of TikTok will be testifying before Congress in March. Xiao Zi Chu will be uh, going before the House Energy and Commerce Committee March 23rd. Chairwoman Kathy McMorris-Rogers says the hearing will cover various things like consumer privacy and data security. Thanks so much, David. 437-1620. Somebody texted in and said, uh, so the uh, community and the law enforcement officers have to be friends before the cops don't beat the crap out of some people. Um, I, I don't think that's what Shane was saying. I think what he meant was that when the cops and the community have good relationships, this kind of stuff happens less often. And and I'll go a step beyond what Shane said to what I think he would probably say. And it's always dubious to put words in someone's mouth, but I think he would, I know him well enough, I think this is what he would say is that the tactic of talking to the community and building community relations through community policing, if all that is is a superficial strategy that you put on top of a police agency that isn't healthy to begin with and doesn't have the right views or the right people to begin with and they have an adversarial, contemptuous attitude towards their community, then community policing isn't going to solve that problem. And it's going to, people are going to see right through it. It's not going to help much. So the community outreach relationships is a byproduct and it's a strategy, but it's also a byproduct of a police agency that's healthy to begin with and is doing the right kinds of things and has the right idea about the people in its community is again, my guess about what he would say or about, you know, it's not just as simple as you can just get him, you know, Oh, go here, talk, knock on a few doors, talk to some people and everything will be fine. It's deeper than that. Also, um, David made an interesting point about the claim by Ben Crump, um, and about whether there's racism involved. Obviously we all now well know that you had five black officers, uh, beat a black citizen to within inches of his life. And he eventually did die. Okay. And I think it's pretty obvious to all that had they been white or had they not been charged or both, the protests might well have been very different. Okay. It just doesn't take a genius to figure that out. But the question then is, well, if they're blacks beating up a black man, can there be racism? It's a weird one to say, but here's kind of the backdrop is there is this historical assertion that black cops are harsher against people of their own race in the community who are criminals I wouldn't necessarily say because of racist reasons. I would say because, the, you know, they hate the criminal 
representation of black people and they want to end that. Uh, it might be other things, okay? Um, you know, I mean, sometimes the allegation is that black cops are like race traders or something. It's crazy to me, but that's, I'm, you know, because like the cops are anti-black or whatever, but okay. But historically, there has been this idea, okay? I'm, I'm trying not to give it more credit than it deserves, but there is this idea that, you know, black cops kind of take it personally when there are black criminals because black criminals represent all black people and that's what white people form their opinion on is all these black criminals. And so they are extra aggressive either to stamp it out or to prove themselves as being part of the cops as opposed to being black, you know, prove themselves to the white cops or something like that. And so can there be racial elements of this even if it's not racism typically or even if they are of the same race? Sure there can be. Sure there can be. News. I'm Chris Foster. Tyree Nichols' parents accepted an invitation from the Congressional Black Caucus to attend the State of the Union address next Thursday. Their son died after being beaten by police officers in Memphis, Tennessee. President Biden has invited Brendan Tsai. He disarmed a mass shooter at his family's dance hall in California after a first attack killing 11 people. For them to be taken from us is such an excruciating experience. That's Brendan Tsai being recognized at an event in Alhambra, California. Actress Annie Worshing died 45 years old. She had cancer. Worshing is best known for playing FBI agent Renee Walker in the action series 24. She also provided the voice for Tess in the video game The Last of Us. Her first credit was in Star Trek Enterprise. Worshing appeared in dozens of television shows in her two-decade career. That's Fox's Kathleen Maloney on Wall Street. Stocks are down just a bit to start this Monday morning. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 831 News Radio 92371. Right now, it is mostly cloudy and a little bit foggy still in Pensacola. There is a dense fog advisory that's in effect until 10 o'clock this morning. Well, if you're out and about today and you happen to uh, make it past Graffiti Bridge, you'll notice a new mural there. It's honoring Okaloosa County Deputy Ray Hamilton, who was shot and killed recently in the line of duty while responding to a call in Fort Walden Beach. A family friend of Hamilton's reached out to Graffiti Bridge and was able to make the new mural happen. Artists painted it yesterday. It features his badge and his end of watch. Several schools in Santa Rosa County put together a big honor band concert over the weekend. There were bands represented from six high schools and seven middle schools. They'd been rehearsing for a little over a week for the big show. One of the pieces performed was a tribute for a former UWF professor. It was supposed to be premiered back in, in 87, 88 by the T.R. Miller High School Band at a conference up in Troy, but it snowed. And so everything got canceled. And so this piece has never been performed. And so this many years later, since 1987, that piece is, is sat in the library and never been performed by a band. But it's a tribute to Mr. Gene Gonzalez. And it was performed last Saturday. That uh, concert was held at the Pace Assembly Ministries on Highway 90. Senators Mark Warner and Marco Rubio say the press knows more about the classified documents found in the possession of current and former members of the executive branch than Congress does. There isn't a day that goes by that there isn't some media report about what was found where, what some sort of characterization of the material in the press. That's Florida's Senator Marco Rubio, Virginia Democrat Mark Warner, uh, was with him on CBS's Face the Nation recently, and uh, they say their Congressional Oversight Committee got pushback from the Justice Department when they asked for information, and that's because the documents are part of an active investigation. Warner says right now there's no word on when Congress might be briefed 
on the documents that have been found. PPD officers investigating after a body was found on the side of the road on Scenic Highway on Sunday. Uh, the person was found around Scenic and Langley, and officers say it appears to be a suicide at this point. The investigation still ongoing. Uh, teenagers died after a motorcycle crash in St. Petersburg, and police say a 13-year-old boy was hit by a motorcycle yesterday morning. The motorcyclist taken to the hospital with serious injuries, and the boy has not been ide- identified so far. Charges haven't been announced. Escambia County deputies say they are looking for help finding a woman that is missing and could potentially be in danger. Deputies say 31-year-old Brandy Gail Harrell hasn't been seen since last Tuesday. The last time she was seen, she was driving a golf cart near Barth and Brickyard Road. Harrell was at that time wearing a pink and blue shirt and white and gray camo leggings, and the sheriff's office has posted a photo of her on their Facebook page. If you've got information on Brandy Harrell's location, contact Escambia County Sheriff's Office. It is 835 News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Candy. Um, a few accidents, uh, just to say the least, that's an understatement. And again, make sure your lights are on. Dense fog advisory, in effect. Make sure that others can see you uh, as well. And that includes your taillights, too. Accident causing a, a roadblock eastbound Highway 98. This happened a few hours ago in Navarre, and as I understand, still backed up. And that's from the Navarre Walmart. Not the Fresh Market, but the uh, Navarre Walmart uh, to the bridge turn off to Navarre Beach. Another slowdown southbound 29 north of Kingsfield. It looks like there's a broken down 18-wheeler, so it's got it down to one lane. Uh, Unit trainer and Lepley Road in Pensacola showing an accident with a roadblock, so drive with a caution in that area. And then partial lane blockage, as I understand, I-10 eastbound on the left shoulder under Scenic Highway uh, overpass. There's an accident, but it looks like it has been moved, but watch for that partial lane block. Uh, If you have traffic tips, you can text 437-1620. This is brought to you by your Discover card. And uh, with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Again, text 437-1620 if you have traffic tips. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. We do have a chance of rain today, 20% chance of showers overall. Otherwise, mostly cloudy skies with a high near 74. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 61. As you go into Tuesday, small chance of rain will continue with a 10% chance of showers high near 71. Tuesday night, temperatures dropping near 59. This is Brooke Richardson for the First Sporting Weather Center. And right now, it's 71. Cloudy skies. Again, dense fog advisory until 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, 68 in Gulf Breeze, 70 in Milton. Our next news at 9. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Sometimes the easiest upgrades make a home feel brand new, and new flooring is often one of those updates. Swapping worn-out floors or dated-looking carpet for luxurious wood-look vinyl plank is a quick and affordable way to transform a dated space into a modern home you can be proud of. With the largest selection of in-stock vinyl plank flooring at the guaranteed lowest price, Home Outlet is the destination for all of your home remodel needs. Visit the team at your local 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today. Join the Great Southern Restaurant Group, home to the Fish House, Atlas, Jackson's, Angelina's, and Five Sisters this Wednesday on the Pensacola Expert Panel at 9. They'll be discussing events coming up this month. Valentine's Day dinner, Atlas Beverage Class, Venetian Carnival Supper Club at Angelina's, dinner and an aria at Jackson's Steakhouse, and Pensacon. That's all this Wednesday at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel with Great Southern Restaurants. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
News Radio 92.3. Now it's time to play Which Host Did This? Andrew McKay, Jenna Barr, or Bobby Rossi? This host was born in Utah. <laughs> Who is it? Time's up. The correct answer is Bobby Rossi. Get to know our local hosts by listening to News Radio 923. 923. Informative, local, dependable. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh. Yeah. Um I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, Candy, I got a food question for you. You ready? I'm ready. Yeah, you didn't have to even have to prep for it, right? You're always ready. I'm always ready if it's a food question. 437-1620. Is cereal ever better without milk? Can you name me a cereal that is superior without the milk? Cookie crisp. Four three. <laughs> Take but a I, moment. I, I don't know if, that, if that's the case. <laughs> Take not. a moment. I don't know if they're still in Pause. <laughs> Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Um, maybe the better way to question uh, to ask the question is: Is there a cereal that you eat dry, like as a snack food? Oh. And and, and is it ever actually better without the milk? Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. And your first answer was cookie crisp. But I don't know if they still make crisp. it. But it, it used Ooh. to be the bomb. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, that's not the one I buy, and the boys, I don't buy it for the boys, so I don't know the answer to that. But okay, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Um, you got any others that jump to mind right away? Checks mix. I oh, love the checks, but I, I okay, but that that's fist. with the seasoning. You're not talking either, about checks plain. Oh, I'll dig my hand in and get some checkses. I, I tell you, I tell you, you know <laughs> the mean, one that you made me checks. think of. I hadn't been thinking of is life cereal. Oh, life, life cereal is, is it, it's a candy bar. I mean, it's a well, it's not a candy bar. It's not it's like not a shade, peanut whatever. butter cup. But yeah, by the way, we got into a huge fight we gonna, this week. Yeah, my yeah. husband and I. Whatever. No, but like life cereal is just like mm. delicious. <laughs> it's it's like a yummy biscuit. <laughs> it's so, it is. It's, so it's really good. And yeah. and of course, you know, you and if you wave a gallon of milk near it, it becomes wilted. So it's you know, it's got no durability true? in yeah, the water that's true. or in the milk. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. Okay, uh, somebody here says um, in, yeah. honey. Honeycomb. No, that's a yeah. that's a, yes. Honeycomb is also just like a cookie. I mean, it's. I would uh, like to take back my previous answer and answer, <laughs> answer honeycomb. honeycomb. Yeah, and honeycomb the is the one where when you're trying to eat it, you're always loud. You're battling it, like you're battling to get the milk in with it. It's just something about it. It's like they just don't mix quite right. Uh, somebody says golden grams. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, that's just that's just. Okay, I want to take back my honeycomb answer. <laughs> no, that's true. You're golden, upgrading. You know, golden grams is the right answer. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty-four, three, seven, sixteen. Cinnamon toast crunch. That's definitely the without the milk. Um, that's four. Definitely the answers for you so far today. Good job. You only Sorry. get ten of those. No, it's oh. fine. It's, you get ten. Uh, Fruit Loops. Yes. Yeah. Fruit Loops so good. Although, of course, if you eat them without the milk, you never get the. Candy fruity milk at the end, which is oh, that's the true. reason the you eat Fruit Loops is to drink the milk at the end. Uh, blueberry Cheerios. Oh, I don't think I've had Blueberry Cheerios. Although I will tell you, my favorite, all-time favorite little weird cere- Frosted Cheerios. Oh, my god! And gosh. I don't even know if you can buy those anymore. Yeah, I don't but know. But they're like, they're good. I've settled for, you know, Honey Nut, whatever, which mm-hmm. is fine, but it's 
not Frosted Cheerios. Uh, somebody's uh, Cap- Captain Crunch with just the berries mix. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> now you're talking my now language. That's the answer. Yeah, and yeah, um, although great. you eat that dry and it's like eating razor blades. I mean, you know. I mean, that's, it can you, be, yeah. Your yeah, mouth hurts. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yeah, I was going to say shredded trauma. wheat, but man, I've tried to do that. There's that mouth trauma coming with that. Uh, 437-1620-CAPTAIN-CRUNCH-AGAIN-437-1620-CAPTAIN-CRUNCH-AGAIN-437-1620-CAPTAIN-CRUNCH-AGAIN-437-1620-CAPTAIN-CRUNCH-AG
I take the affirmation. You're the best man. <laughs> wow. 845 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, I am an expert at reading people. Oh. Uh, Candy's got traffic on the phone. Hey, fives. man, this is brought to you by Avalon HR. With everything going on, you need Avalon. And there is a lot going on on the roads. Accident causing a roadblock eastbound since this morning. Early, I mean, it's still morning, but early, early this morning. Highway 98, Navarre, backed up from the big Walmart in Navarre, back to the bridge, uh, the turnoff to Navarre Beach, past 87. Another slowdown. 29, uh, southbound 29, just north of Kingsfield, backed up past Winn-Dixie. As I understand, there's an 18-wheeler that has broken down, so it is down to one lane. Accident on Highway 90 in Milton, and it was very slow from Glover to, to Dogwood. Make sure that your lights are on because we're under a dense fog advisory. Uh, and then an accident with partial lane blockage, I-10 eastbound, uh, left shoulder under the scenic highway overpass. If you have traffic tips, text 437-1620. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I feel like my whole... My whole life has been ruined suddenly because... Because of the cereal? Because of the last answer that came in here. Ooh. A cereal that you simply cannot eat dry, Raisin Bran. Oh. And see, I'm an... I eat, You're every, right. I, I eat Raisin You're Bran right. like every day, so... But you but, gotta yeah, have oh, milk. God, You're absolutely just, right. I'm trying to imagine what would happen inside my mouth if I tried to eat that with no milk, and it's not... I don't like this imagination. <laughs> hey, you know where it's bad grapes go? Raisin Hell. Nice. Is nice. it? Nice. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Well, how often do you get to use a raisin joke? Oh, fair enough. Thank you. Take your opportunities, right? You only get so many shots. Hey, if you are uh, working on a home repair project or you are a construction professional or anywhere in between, okay, no matter what the size of the project is, Pensacola Hardware. And and here's why I tell you about them. Because if you haven't been there, first of all, they've got this institutional knowledge. It's just you can't touch it. Like, they've been doing this for since before the Civil War, you know? So, like, they have everything. If they don't have it, you don't need it. If you need it, they will have it in stock. They won't have to order it for you. Um, if you're a pro, you know, like if you're working on, you know, sending some guy down with the uh, the credit card, well, they'll bring it to you. They can put you on a monthly bill instead of the credit card. I mean, all kinds of stuff they can work with you. That's their bread and butter is working with construction pros. Uh, but if you're just, you know, doing one small job because, you know, y- your spouse said you got to do this job, like, fine. Uh, go to Pensacola Hardware, ask them how to do it. They'll show you. They'll tell you. They'll know. And then they'll give you whatever stuff you need and they won't give you anything you don't need that's the key is you'll avoid wasting time pensacola hardware just outstanding experts helping people build rebuild and remodel pensacola since before the civil war right downtown at 20 east gregory street this is pastor carl gallops of the hickory hammock baptist church here in milton if you're looking for a church family that is truly amazing let me invite you to come and worship with us this sunday here's what you'll find a church whose doors are open to all people wishing to worship and serve the lord You'll find a church where the exaltation of Jesus and the accurate preaching and teaching of the contextual Word of God is the centerpiece. You'll find a consistently solid, peaceful, and friendly family of multiplied hundreds of people. You'll find dynamic, spirit-filled worship services, youth ministries, children's ministries, senior adult ministries, men and women's ministries, praise teams, choirs, ensembles, and drama ministries. Plenty of opportunity for Bible study and guidance for your Christian life. In other words, when you and your family get up on Sunday mornings from now on, you'll say, oh good, it's time to go to church. For directions and worship service times, look us up in the phone book or call the church office at 623-8959 or visit us on the web at www.hickoryhammockbaptist.org. And then we'll see you Sunday. 
A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. As she stared at me through the window, I realized the time we spent in the backyard on her trailer just wasn't fulfilling. We used to have so much fun on the water. I just couldn't crank her up. But Key Marine did. Fun days on the bay are back. And my Yamaha outboard runs better than ever. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. Key Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. Google Key Marine or find them on Facebook. Stream us online at newsradio923.com or download the News Radio Pensacola app. Did you feel the boom, the shaking, the whatever it was that happened on um, Friday morning? Is this Oliver a dirty joke? Co- it's not. Oh, it's oh, not. No. Oh, then I mean, no. I don't think it is. Um, I hope it's not. Um, I hope it is. What, what is it? No, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, there was, you know, it, it. as far as we know, not any ordinance, you know, not a seismic event, not a, you know, swamp gas blew up or plane or, you know, we don't know, but everybody knows it happened. <laughs> That's it. So terrifying. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, things happen. Don't ask me. I don't know. I wish I knew. You know, I'd be kind of curious. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. Um. If (laughs) I saw this thing on uh, yesterday, and it it kind of cracked me up, and so I actually took the test. I don't really do a lot of these. You know, find out what your personality is or, you know, whatever clickbaity kind of thing that they've got going on to kind of get you to, you know, be on their site longer so they can sell more ads. It it just typically kind of, I don't get time for all that nonsense. But I did see this one and it it caught my attention specifically because it had to do with Winnie the Pooh. Oh. The headline (laughs) was, I mean, look, you're in my, that's my people. That's, I I love Winnie the Pooh. Um, Your favorite Winnie the Pooh character could reveal your mental health. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Show me the test. So it was the poo pathology test. Poo pathology test. Uh, and it all comes down to poo. That's right. Everything comes down to poo. Uh, O-O-H. Anyway, so uh, the, the premise of this test is that if you look at the... Now, they didn't include, and it kind of irritated me, they didn't include Owl, uh, probably my favorite, and also did not include um, Kanga, who is wonderful, because Kanga doesn't have any pathologies. That's right. They put Rue in here, and they said he's autistic. Come on now. That ain't right. So um, basically what they did is they took each character, and they assessed them according to their most likely pathology if they were going to be diagnosed is kind of the idea here. So, for example, Rabbit is uh, obsessive-compulsive. And controlling. Um, <laughs> Tigger is uh, uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Dirt. <laughs> you know, you don't have to explain that one. It's pretty obvious. Uh, Piglet, anxiety. Right? He's uh, he's just a giant, well, he's a tiny little ball of giant nervousness. 
everything. I don't know. I feel I that. I'm a, I don't know about that. How big are these heffalumps? Um, uh, Winnie the Pooh himself, they have as ADD. So that's two characters that are um, attention deficit of some kind. Anyway, uh, he's ADD. I'm not sure about that one. But anyway, uh, aside from being pantsless, don't be triggered, <laughs> Friday. Transgressors. Anyway. Yes. Uh, Christopher Robin, they say, is schizophrenic. <laughs> Come on. What, just because he talks to animals and has a vivid imaginary world that he inhabits when he gets bored in the study in his house? Come on. It's just normal kid stuff. But that's what they say. Uh, and then Eeyore is depressed. Is depressed. I mean, obviously. That's well, depression. that makes that's- sense. How many of those have you worked with? <laughs> Not necessarily he's, even here. He's but- always like that. So, okay. So <laughs> the idea is you take this test. It's 32 or 5 or something questions. And it asks you things like, you know, do you feel anxious when you're not in control? And uh, do you ever forget things? I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, so I went through and took the test. And um, my score, if you're curious, I don't know that you'd care whether how I score, but um, if you had to guess, Candy, what would you think Andrew scores? I would think that you are... A perfect balance of all seven of them. That's no. true. Absolutely. <laughs> um, no, uh, gosh, Tigger. Yeah, yeah. T- Tigger with... And here, you can't... Owl's not in the in the running, so Owl would be definitely the... What's Owl's thing, I guess? I don't remember. I mean, a pretentious he... know-it-all? Oh, yeah. You'd be Owl. <laughs> You always got to be the smartest person in the room, <laughs> don't you, McKay? Right. It doesn't That's matter it. where he is. So <laughs> I scored almost equally on Pooh for ADD and Tigger for ADHD. So, yeah, I guess. Oh, and Rabbit. I, I almost scored a, the same score for Rabbit. I don't see that one at all, but whatever. Um, zero per, or 3% only on the Rue score and anxiety not at all on Eeyore. Anyway, um, I didn't think this was accurate for me, but here's what it did make me think about. I think that what happens is... Uh, people are going to go take this test and they're going to find out what the test is supposed to tell you is, you know, what cognitive or behavioral or mental disorder would you have that you could be diagnosed as? And of course, no test put together by psychologists is going to come back with the answer. None. You're clean. Go on about your business. But if that's not a legitimate category, then don't take the test. (laughs) Absolutely. Because what they're saying is everybody's got it. And I think what would be accurate about me is I don't have any of these pathologies, as far as I know. Um, and I'm just more like these characters. I'm like these characters, which doesn't, it's not pathological. So what I didn't like about this test is it didn't have a healthy version of them. They were all pathologies on the scale. And I thought that was kind of, but that is, that is the world of the psychiatrist, the psychotherapist, the psychologist is, you know, everybody's got some disorder. Some have more than one. And uh, that's why they all need treatment. No, so some people are just fine. They're within the normal range. You know, it used to be things were just normal. You know, the boy wasn't hyperactive. He was just a, just a boy. Now he's got a disorder. Come on, whatever. Uh, and some do, but you know, not everybody does, right? Candy's got traffic on the fives. Thanks, you bouncing around control freak. Um, <laughs> just kidding. Pretentious know-it-all, don't forget. I mean, pretentious know-it-all. Right. I'm, I'm totally kidding. Uh, traffic on the fives. Uh, another slowdown and invention. Now, a lot of these have been cleared off to the side, but I'm still showing slow uh, slow down. Uh, this is southbound 29, just east of Kingsfield. There was a it's a broken down 18 wheeler, as I understand, so it is still down to one lane. Uh, if you're still seeing the fog, I, I think I don't know if we're still under the dense fog advisory, but if you still see fog, make sure that your lights are on so that others can see you. And hey, if you have traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. What is a half a lump? Is that a poo thing? It's a scary fictional LSD induced uh, character that they dream up in one of the super creepiest 
all of Disney sequences. Uh, <laughs> it's the one I know where a you're couple like, of people that are have a long Did sleep. I see this? And I'm talking about, you know, you can even put Fantasia in this mix, and that's the creepy one from Disney is the, the Heffalumps and Whistle song and the animation. That's true. Just there you go. Uh, 857 on News Radio 92.3. Oh, where was I? Um, no, we're not doing that. This Oh, this is kind of interesting. The um, the National Prayer Breakfast comes up uh, this week, Thursday, I think. It seems like these things are always on a Thursday. Uh, yeah, scheduled for this Thursday. And the National Prayer Breakfast, which historically the idea of the National Prayer Breakfast is that all these people who disagree with each other about everything, at least they can get together and pray together, which is it's a pretty good premise. Right. That's a that's a you know, we can all at least pray together, pray for each other. By the way, side note, you should, you know, pray for the people you disagree with. That's kind of important. Uh, that Is meant- it open to atheists? I'm sorry. I'm trying they to be can, funny. They I'm can sorry, come. joking. Yeah, sure. absolutely. I know. I'm sorry. We'll pray for them. Well, I mean, they're probably not going to pray. You know, <laughs> know. probably not going <laughs> to. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, no, uh, the idea historically is that the challenge is that more recently it's become a little bit more issues oriented, a little bit more partisan. Um, of course, uh, President Trump, like he does ruined it um <laughs> i mean he went and he like uh criticized the impeachment and attacked political opponents including mitt romney and speaker pelosi at the, i mean you know he didn't do it the way you're supposed to do it which is like everything about him right he doesn't do anything the way you're supposed to do it sometimes good sometimes bad um anyway so the the takeaway from this is that congress is like retaking control of the event to do it their way which Hey, it's their event. They can do with it what they will. And if they feel like it's gotten out of hand, it's not going the right direction, good, fix it. You know, that's fine. Five or 8.58 here on News Radio 92.3. Time for future news where Candy and I tell you what's going to happen before it happens. Um, all right, will we ever know what caused the Big Bang, the shutter, the whatever? The, the thing that allegedly yeah, happened right, Friday? Yeah, No. Yeah, I'm going to say no, too. <laughs> I was going to um, make you your mama joke, but will I'll Santa Rosa County get sued over the uh, Will welcome, Santa Rosa Jenna. County get sued over the decision oh. to go with the second low bid on the traffic light? I don't think they're going to get in trouble. I, I think, don't they, think, they, I think will. what they will, did is absolutely will the, right on. Will the project be done on time, roughly, and budget, whatever? Yeah. yeah. Well, now. Yeah, it seems like. Just kidding. Yeah, uh, Eagles, Chiefs, well. in the Super Bowl. Call it. Eagles. Woo! Woo! You're not invited to this conversation, no! Jenna. Um I just think it's going to be a great game. I I, I hope that uh, Mahomes like is back to full fine, strength, and yeah. I love the. I think it's going to be a fabulous game. Andrew, twenty bucks. I'm gonna call it in advance for the Chiefs, though. Oh. On experience. Okay. On experience only. That's it for us. Jenna's up next. Eagles fan that she is. You're listening to News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze Milton Pensacola. A fatal shooting at a large house party over the weekend. Also, there's a new bill 